You're listening to Conversations with Cal, the official podcast of the Sydney Swans. All right, welcome back to episode two, Sydney Swans podcast, Conversations with... The guest has lost it already. Uh, Conversations with Cal. Thanks to everyone who listened to Sam Reid and Luke Parker last week. Got some terrific feedback from a lot of people. Good to be underway for season two. Um, got some not so good feedback also. Um, but we'll move on. Uh, Reedy did some co-hosting with me last week and I'm very excited to be joined today by my good friend, self-proclaimed Mayor of Geelong, uh, Jackson Thurlow. Welcome. Thank you. I'm actually a bit worried why it took so long to get myself and our guest on the show. I uh, just want to focus on you just for a little bit, Jackson. Um, you were, last 12 months have been pretty hard at, gone pretty hard at me trying to get on the podcast. And when I finally gave you the opportunity uh, two days ago, fair to say you went to water and you've been quite nervous and a few sleepless nights? Yeah, well, I'm a coward. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you expect? Yes, yes, you are. Um, Mate, I've got a big, big guest here today. I think you're going to be very, very excited to have him on. We'll introduce him just in a little bit. But if you could describe this guy in a sentence or a word, what kind of comes to mind? Well, he, a big guest, but there's something bigger on his chin. So um, we'll get to that very shortly. But um, one word, uh, peachy, which we'll also get to later in the show as well. Right. Uh, for the listeners out there, yep. I don't know if they know too much about you. So I thought we'd just go through a little bit of a checklist with you so everyone understands who you are, what you're about, what your intentions are by coming on today. So, mate, just to quickly get a rundown about how you're going in general, footy. Yep, uh, you're going well. Um, I've had a little bit of surgery recently, so yeah. um, been spending the um, majority of my time in rehab, which is always a, a fantastic place to be. Um, and on your injury, yes. what has been the problem? Uh, I just had a little bit of bone cut out of my foot. I um, was rubbing on my tendon, which was causing uh, <laughs> some, <laughs> some inflammation. Yep. Um, but no, everything's going really well. Um, three and a bit weeks post-surgery, so um, hopefully get back into it pretty soon i've had the pleasure of meeting your beautiful partner a number of times yes. i'd like to think we're friends now hopefully myself and uh, laura but how is she going yeah yeah, yeah you can think you guys are friends uh, <laughs> nah laura's going really well she's um she's put up with me for the last three weeks um just the three weeks oh no a lot, a lot longer than that mm. um but especially um the last three weeks um footy can be pretty selfish at times and um me getting oh, surgery that's afl answer we don't go with them here yeah mate. we do uh, so, uh, <laughs> doing the extra swans uh, afl preseason. <laughs> hugo yep beautiful dog you've got how's he yeah he's good he's the mayor of clovelly um mm-hmm. so beautiful uh beautiful mini grudel down there he um he runs um runs most of the beaches in the eastern suburbs um Dorsa's also met him, which is a. Uh, um, well, we haven't introduced. Uh, <laughs> he's he's going to be a guest, <laughs> maybe in the future. <laughs> he <laughs> might be coming on. He might not be. <laughs> um, just quickly, anyone who has got a dog out there, and if you are in Clavelli, uh, please put it on a leash and be very, very careful because Jackson, your dog is known to be a, you know, a harasser of other dogs. Fair to say. Just, oh, what do you mean by harasser? <laughs> Let's talk about your old man. <laughs> Talk about your old man. Another thing we've got to have a chat to you about uh, the vegan bricks uh, he's got going on. So he's doing plant-based bricks. No, and that's made him and yourself a ton of cash. No, no, not quite plant-based bricks. Um, my dad owns a block and paving company. He's mm-hmm. um, started that from scratch with one of his, a couple of his business partners, and 
Um, he started a product um, where he gets bottles that are glass instead of going to landfill um, creates a, a brick out of it and um, good for the environment sustainable product mm-hmm. um, go out and buy some all the listeners on here um, Tassie business so get down to Tassie when you can Beautiful. so plant plant so the, the summary would be plant based plant <laughs> plant based bricks made out of Tasmania well plant based is glass isn't a plant no, so. but just just the general feel of it. Uh, well, they must be going very, very well because I did have a FaceTime with you in Noosa and the house that you've shown me is a very, very, very impressive. Uh, so the bricks are going very well. Mum and Dad pride themselves on their uh, on their building and their um, interior design. Um, mm-hmm. Big Filthy. Um, his name's Phil. Goes by Big Filthy. Um, he spends a lot of his time um, on realestate.com and um, yeah, he's fortunate enough, I guess, to get up to Noosa and um, build a place up there and um, we got there quite a bit very fortunate I must say and he has kept that beautiful property very very quiet amongst the boys so not for long now though I think you might be getting a few holiday rentals now from a few of us so mate keen golfer keen cyclist things are going well in that department I'm assuming um, yeah sure yeah Okay, well, it's time to move on. I want to introduce the next guest for Conversations with Carl. The intro didn't quite go to plan. Sorry. As, as I thought, I reckon you've kind of gone to water a little bit, Jacko. Um, this guy actually sent me an Instagram message after he saw the photo of Reedy and Sam and goes, oh, is that, um, is that how it is? So he's a little bit filthy, didn't get the first gig last week. But ladies and gentlemen, he's a little tad nervous today. He tried to get out of being a guest yesterday because of uh, gastro symptoms. But we got him back on. He's cleaned his hands. We're absolutely wrapped <laughs> to have him on. Jordan Dawson, thanks for your time. Thanks, Kale. Thanks, Jacko. Um, it wasn't gastro. It was a fever. So just want to clear that up. Coronavirus. Yeah, little symptoms of coronavirus. So I'm all yeah. good today, though. I'm ready to go. You know, if you get coronavirus, you, you, you'd like to get Lyme disease as well. Because <laughs> you can't have a corona without Maybe Lyme. The, speaking of before about the um, thing on his chin. Yeah. There's what talks, what is it? It's excess hair. Has that been cut from somewhere else and stuck there or has it grown naturally? Um, I think it's Hugo's. Yeah. <laughs> Hugo was harassing me down Clavelli uh, the other night, so... No, I think this has been going since uh, Christmas, so um, I'm pretty proud of it. Mm. I was obviously a late bloomer, so puberty didn't hit me till I was pretty old, so yeah. No one can see it, but... Would you say it's hit you, or it's just uh, <laughs> it's dabbling <laughs> around, <laughs> around the body? It's definitely just dabbling, unfortunately, dabbling. yeah. Anyway, well, we'll move on from that. Mate, why don't we get a bit of the footy chat, boring stuff out of the way, Jacko, yep. and then we'll give you a chance to do the hard-hitting questions. Adelaide boy, mum and from, dad. From brother. Robe, actually. Not Adelaide. Oh, sorry, South Australian boy uh, from Robe. Now, country or coastal? Coastal. Yep. Coastal. So you're not a country boy. Such a Robe answer. Yeah, so you're not a country Three and a half southeast of Adelaide, so... Mm-hmm beautiful part of the world and what are mr and mrs dawson doing in robe uh well my old man was a cray fisherman for many years and now he, they both do property development so unfortunately they don't have any properties like jacko's up in noosa but they do pretty well for themselves just on that this guy here uh dawson Talk- has apparently got a handful of townhouses in south australia savvy investor so I don't know something else is going on behind the scenes I'd say unless you're getting paid like buddy (laughs) (laughs) no um, a couple years ago my brother and my dad and my cousin went in on a few townhouses in Adelaide Mm -hmm. so that's probably where you got your information from Mm -hmm. Um, it's not just me personally 
there's a few of us involved. So, uh, no, I wish I was on the money that he is, but I'm not. He must have invested in those vegan bricks. <laughs> uh, anyway, brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah, I got one. We're going to try and keep it together. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll be right. Yeah, I got uh, older brother and older sister, so both brother's 29 my sister's 28 this year so um yeah bit of an age gap but um Mm. they're both back home and living sort of on a farm and um in robe as well beautiful um jacko it's fair to say the the gentleman sitting across from us has quite burst onto the afl scene i'm particularly saying the last 12 months kind of how have you seen the way he's gone about his footy yeah on, on a serious note um last 12 months in the way he's played I've only known um, Jordan for around 12 months now and I have seen photos of him um, when he was actually a little bit younger and he was actually a pretty chubby <laughs> kid so um, to see the body transformation um, Dorse has done um, now nah, he was uh, he was obviously fantastic last year and um, has taken over that back line and made it his own. And um, I thought it's his, is it? Well, apparently that's what he's telling everyone. Are you saying that my body is actually not too bad now? Is that what you? Oh, is that what the main point for that first bit was? Quite chubby <laughs> back in the day. I don't know what the skinnies were back when uh, you first got. No, the skinnies were actually uh, seventy when I first when I first got here. <laughs> and there was seventy thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a lot of work to do with the first, first year or so. Um, now, lethal left peg is what the rumour is. Apparently, he's been walking around it's Bondi no Junction. Rumor, it's no rumour, Jackson. Yeah, well. It's no rumour at all. But, mate, let's have a chat. What has been the secret? Because I'd say the first couple of years, you were we all knew you had a ton of talent. And as Jackson said, the, the left peg um, is quite exquisite. I love it. Um but could you maybe explain to us about your preparations before 2019 and then you just went bang! <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, I can't take you seriously. Uh, <laughs> Nor should you. <laughs> long story short, I think uh, my first couple of years, it took me a while to um, turn myself into a professional and um, sort of going away in the off-season, not really doing the program the way I should have and... Um, coming back underdone was was probably the main problem and I had a, a lot of soft tissue injuries and that sort of thing so going into my last year of my contract um, last year I sort of wanted to stand out when I got back for pre-season and um, I think that's what I did and that sort of put me in a good stead going into the year so um, and then it was just building confidence throughout pre-season and then into the games in the pre-season that sort of and then yeah I was lucky enough to have a decent year last year. Because one thing I find really strange were you always a good runner? Uh, nah, I worked really hard at it. So, if you saw the baby photos of him, it wasn't babies, about 13, 14. No, but it doesn't really add up though, because I'd probably say that when you're usually guys at footy clubs that win the or come top top five in the 2k time trials they're obviously naturally pretty gifted in running you know i can imagine guys like uh dylan stevens in which we will talk about him later in the show we've got a special segment coming out for him guys like him that could probably get away with not doing you know just probably the bare minimum over the off season and they'll probably finish top five mm-hmm. but you must have done a ton of work because i didn't really think that Ne- never thought you were a bad runner but you kind of came back one year and either we've all dropped off the perch and we're not going too well or you've put in a ton of work so well I think I'm one of those gifted athletes that's an aerobic endurance uh, athlete and I have no speed so like both of you sitting here um, 
we're probably more on the endurance side of things. So um, <laughs> I'm not sure I got either of them. Uh. Yeah. Nah, no, I was always I was always decent, um, but I probably didn't realise how I don't know how fit I could get because I hadn't actually put in the work. I think so. Um, there was a bit of that and yeah, a bit of confidence in my in my body to do it. Well, you can't rely on your left peg forever, Dawson. No, no, so no, you've no. got to have a few other things up your sleeve. <laughs> anyway, um, forward, mid, back. If I think at the moment they're toying with you down back, but Jack, I think you'd agree. Now he's at a stage in his footy career where in team meetings it's always like, oh, well, you can put Dorse here, and when Dorse gets it, make sure we're all going to his left leg, and you know what I mean. So it's always about what where Dorse is positioned. Who who is who are you? Yeah. Who are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. But it's always about. You being positioned somewhere to to influence the game. Have you? I think that? that's only happened twice in this preseason. Ooh, I, th- I think. I don't know about that. Doors, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, right. Maybe a few times, but at the moment, to answer your question, I've been down back. Um, when Thurls gets his body right, I don't know if that might push me out somewhere else. I'm not sure where he wants to play. Um, but yeah, at this stage, I'm looking at down question? back. Well, was it? it was a slight dig and a question. Dig right. Uh, I'm one ninety centimeters. Maybe ruck. Yeah. <laughs> You're taller than Foxy, and he rucks. So <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> anyway, um, I think you got a fair bit of pump up last year for the the fifteen candies that you sold in one game, and you almost got goal of the year. But let's be honest now, did that ball hit the post? Um, at the time, if you look at my reaction, I think you can maybe tell that I thought it hit the post but um, that's what the score review's there for and they usually make the right call so um, had a dig? No that wasn't a dig no 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 I think at the AFL system If anything I was happy that they gave it a goal obviously so I think Gil will be on the phone any minute now <laughs> Love you Gil <laughs> um, But mate we're going to pause you there you've been okay to start with but in the next probably segment <laughs> I'd like you to kind of give a little bit more if you can. Jackson, you've been just fine thus far, but I want to have a quick chat to both of you about a little thing I've got going on at the moment is about this podcast is that we have no sponsor. Yes. We have no sponsor for the podcast just yet. Now, what I'm thinking of doing, and I reckon you, Jacko, you'd be a good man for this, is to get, just start saying that we're sponsored by a brand. I don't mind that. And just keep saying it till eventually... What's um, plant-based bricks? Plant-based. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's got We'll get to the plant-based very soon. Yeah, yeah. We'll very soon. Um, well, something that covers everything. Yeah. A nice shoe, a nice pant, a nice shirt, a nice jacket, yeah. a nice activewear. So I think like a brand these days might jump on board if they go, oh, these guys are hilarious. They're just, you know, pumping us up for no reason. Yeah, we'll send them a few things. Yes. <laughs> Now, Jacko, I've got an idea. Yep. So, Dorso, while you're there, think of a, a brand that you might want to um, fake sponsor this podcast. But I reckon Garmin. Great call. Garmin Big watches. Big fan of the Garmin watches. Garmin, if you're listening. Garmin watches. Are they a Shane Joel? Are they a protected sponsor? Do you have any in that, in that industry? I'm... I heard on the grapevine they're a big listener of Conversation I've heard now, the Garmin so. are a, a massive listener uh, to the podcast. They love us. And I just want, I just want to thank Garmin, yeah, uh, Garmin for coming on the podcast uh, once again. Their mission is to be an enduring company by creating superior products for automotive, aviation, marine, outdoor, and sports that are a central part of their customers' lives. And Jackson, you are wearing a Garmin got, right now. I've got Probably the challenge. upgrade. Yeah. Oh, 
pretty new. Uh, <laughs> I've got the, uh, the, the Garmin uh, double Garmin Phoenix Five on the show. moment, and Dorso's got the Garmin so as well. Maybe when you put that picture up, we can maybe give him a tag and I reckon. really flex him. I reckon. Yeah, done. And also, it's good range because you've got the uh, analog. And you have the digital. Yeah. So terrific range Garmin have got. <laughs> That's my, I can't tell the time just yet. Anyway, second segment we're going to have a little chat um, about now is uh, Shane, who works for the media department here at the club, is handing me text messages flat out trying to get me to uh, get this going. But Dylan Stevens, new draftee. And one thing, a uh, tradition that we have at the footy club amongst the boys that we haven't done this year as yet, so we are probably falling away, are uh, prank calls. So I have the idea, Dorso, you can back me up here. Jackson is very, very good at the prank he calls. He is. He's, he's been known to do a few in his time already. So him and Heath Grundy last year used to love it, and I think he should take over the reins. I had not heard of the prank call until Heath Grundy introduced me to it. And we have a lot of downtime at the footy club, and it is very one very good way to pass time. And mm. I will admit I am not great at it. I'll get the giggles. You're brilliant at it. I think you're underselling so you're yourself you're a little bit. You're, you're the best we've had since... Say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> you're the best at it. But what I will say is uh, we're going to plan to do... Maybe Heath Grundy can actually sponsor this. So Heath Grundy can sponsor the uh, conversation with Cal Prank Call. He's a big listener of the podcast. So what we're going to do is we're going to call Dylan Stevens. And right now? you are going to be a journalist. Perfect. And you're going to call Dylan Stevens, had a chat to him about the general draft questions, yada, 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 you know, all by the book questions. And I think the questions are going to get slowly a little bit stranger, a little bit stranger, a little bit stranger. So everyone, without further ado, Jackson Thurlow, let's give Dylan a call. Hello? Uh, hello, is that Dylan? Yeah, it's Dylan. Hi Dylan, it's uh, Hank Silverstein here, mate. How are you going? Yeah, going good, thank you. Uh, mate, I've just got the heads up um, from the Sydney Football Club. Um, we're just from the Sun Regime Mail, mate. I'm just wondering if we could have a quick chat. It'll just be two or three minutes. Yeah, no worries. Uh, mate, just to start with, um, I'll just hang on. Let me just press record. Um, since, obviously, getting to the, the Swans, um, who have been the big influences for you? Um, obviously, um, actually, are you playing midfield? Sorry, are you are mid- playing yeah, mid- yeah. midfield? Yeah. So who have been the big influence for you? Um, obviously, coming to a, a really strong midfield group and some really... Um, influential coaches. Uh, who have who have been the big um, the big ones for you so far? Um, the big one for me probably has been Luke Parker. Um, he's someone I've worked pretty close with, um, but not only as a per, as a player, but as a person as well. He's um, yeah, he's been really good, and um, I've played in this team a few times in well, most of the time, all of the time in um, trial games and stuff. And yeah, it's just. Um, he's always willing to have a chat with me and um, things I can work on. And I kind of just ask as many questions as I can, kind of try and pick their brain. Like him and Joey Kennedy, I try and pick their brains as much as I can yeah. to see what they're thinking, what they like, and what they don't like. So, you know, if you come up against opposition players similar to them, um, you can, you know, play your strengths and that- um, know. But both them, both them. Understanding of how they think about stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Both them players have got great body shapes, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Both very good, strong inside mids as we've been over the past, um, I don't know, probably 10 years almost. Um, and they've been the two inside mids, of, two of the best inside mids of the game. So, yeah, they've both got very, in there. obviously their build's a bit different than mine. So, have, um, have they got, obviously, um, for me to know. with um, them body shapes, like obviously they're quite strong in the gym. Um, 
what sort of bench press numbers are we talking for them kind of guys? Uh, I don't know. I think they're a bit past that now. Um, yep. You know, they've got those um, those body shapes, so it's more just maintaining that, um, being able to maintain their endurance kind of thing rather than um, pushing big numbers in the gym. So they do a lot of work, whereas yeah, okay. probably lighter, um, lighter mass, I guess you could yep. say. So um, are, you, are you saying they're slow or...? No, I'm saying like they're pretty big in size. So I don't need to put oh, any sorry, more size yep. on. No, no worries. Mate, obviously coming into that midfield group, there's a few spots opened up with the retirements. Um, whose spot are you thinking of taking? Obviously Ryan Clark, good player. Harry Cunningham, um, really good player. Are you um, hoping to come in and just take their spot? Um, no, not necessarily actually. Um, I'd love to get a game, but um, yeah, I haven't really put my mind as to whose spot I'm going to take. It's just kind of... You know, injuries and stuff come about, and um, yeah, yeah, it's not like I'm coming in and saying I'm taking somebody's spots. More just if you had to pick one, really. if you had to pick one of them, couple of players, um, is there anyone that you think that um, you're eyeing off sort of that position? Nah, not at all. No. Really, I just, no. um, just get put wherever I go. So yeah. Um, just a couple more questions, mate. Nearly done. Um, obviously, the Bloods um, have been known for um, obviously them big body shapes and, and shaving the legs. Do you shave your legs? No, I don't shave my no. legs. Oh, if you were to, no, would, would... Many, I think that's pretty common within every AFL club, not just the Bloods. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, very common. Mate, mate, what school did you go to? St. Peter's. St. Peter's. And you got a lot of close mates still at, um, that have come out of St. Peter's? Yeah, lots. Mate, who, who was your first kiss? Uh, I can't remember. Oh. Mate, back to the shaving your legs. If you were to shave your legs, would you go to the knees or would you go all the way up to the uh, to the groins? Um, not too sure. Probably up to the groins. Dylan! Dylan! Dylan, you're on the podcast, big fella. <laughs> You're on conversations with Cal. <laughs> it's Dawes. It's Dawes sings and thurls. You guys. <laughs> oh, looking forward to looking forward to seeing the uh, the shaved groin. <laughs> oh, Jacko, mate, that was absolutely spectacular, mate. <laughs> he shaves his legs all the way up. Oh, brilliant. Anyway, um. I'm on a roll. Do we go again to someone? Yeah, I reckon uh, Big Will Gold, surely. Wilbur? Oh, well, yeah. I don't know if the, uh, the listeners know much about Wilbur, but uh, big lad. Very big lad. Big lad. Uh, reminds me of a young Shannon Hearn. Anyway, he's an SA boy. Yeah, like, good so country SA boy. Um, mm. Farming farming background, so I reckon he'll be... He's a good fella, so he'll be pretty gullible, I reckon. Looks like he's eaten a few farms. <laughs> 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 anyway, mate, let's go along the same line of questioning and let's give Will Gould a call. Jack, are you up for it? Done. Hello, Will speaking. Hi, mate. Uh, it's Hank Silverstein here, yeah, mate, from the Sunrise Your Mail. Are we right for a quick chat? Yeah, no worries. Beautiful, mate. Sorry, I won't won't hold you too long. I just got a yeah, um, message from the Swans. You're available at 2.30. Yep, all good. Beautiful, mate. Um, obviously, uh, getting drafted from um, SA and, and being a really a big-bodied defender, mate, I'm just wondering whose spot you're sort of um, eyeing off and, and whose spot you're thinking of taking um, once you um, cement your spot through the Marsh Cup and, and play round one. Oh, it's probably not something I've thought about too much, really. Um, 
obviously a spot would be nice and, and who's that is is probably not up to me it'd be up to um, the coaches in the selection panel but um, we've still got a medium sized um, back line with a lot of players that can go through a lot of different spots so yep. um, it's probably not one just spot that I'll play and it's probably not one just one single spot that okay. a lot of the other boys will be playing um, in our back line which is pretty exciting but um, yeah, so in terms what, of spots... Um, someone like... Sure. Um, you, you've been touted similar um, similar roles to someone like Jordan Dawson. Do you think you could take his spot, maybe? Um, oh, I'm not sure about that either. Dawson's a very, very handy footballer, um, and I'm still learning the craft and getting to know my way around um, Sydney Swans facility. So um, we'll see how we go, but um, in terms yep. of taking someone's spot, yep. um, I'm not sure about that, I think. Uh, hopefully there's a spot there to take Yep, absolutely um, we'll um, Obviously um, coming to a, a really proud football club like the Bloods mate, who have been the big influencers at the footy club? Uh, oh yeah, already um, there's been not just one big influence there's a lot of people that do it in a lot of different ways so uh, for me coming in immediately it was probably um, well, a lot of the younger boys picked us up from the airport and uh, made us yep. feel welcome yep. uh, the second we got there really and then getting to the club it was uh, obviously I'm a defender so uh, likes yep. of Dane Rampey and um, Callum Mills Lloydie yep. really everyone um, in the back line so yeah, um, it was a great great club to come into I'm, I'm not sure if you've read the Daily Mail today but um, there's a there's a piece that um, the Bloods have uh, been renowned for shaving their legs um, do you shave your legs? <laughs> no, I don't no. shave my legs. I have once before, but yeah, it's not Did, my, not how, my go-to. How'd you go? Shaver, razor, um, clippers? Yeah, with the razor. Yeah, nice, razor. nice. To the to the knee or all the way up to the hammies? No, nah, all the way up. Oh, up good job. The, uh, yeah, up to the hammies. Mate, um, well, what, what school did you go to? Uh, I went to Prince Alfred College oh. uh, in Adelaide from... Good. Year ten to twelve. Oh, but before yep. that, I was at Lucindale Area School. Yeah, um, down in the country. Oh, very good. And um, you got a lot of schoolmates there still. Yeah, I've yep. got a really, really close group of mates yep. um, that I went through PAC with, and yep. yeah, keep in contact with them, and um, always yeah, go back and see yep. them whenever possible. Yeah. Was your did you was your first kiss at that school, or was that from a <laughs> first kiss? Um, yeah, that was. Uh, when I moved up to Adelaide, yep. um, uh, yeah, I got a girlfriend end of year 10 and oh, nice. um, started year 11, so that's what yeah, I was. What was her name? Um, do you want to give her a shout out <laughs> in the paper? I uh, can do it, yeah, her name is Lucy. Oh, Lucy, oh, beautiful. <laughs> oh, you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. Well, <laughs> you're on the podcast with Phil oh, Dawson 6. <laughs> <laughs> Your mate Dill Stevens is in here listening as well. Uh, oh, Dill. No, that ain't it. Oh, <laughs> it's good. Oh, mate, anyway, mate. Thanks, we'll Wilma. See you later. <laughs> uh, well, that was a bit of fun there, lads. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed myself. A highlight of my podcast career. I don't know about. I don't, don't know about yours, Jacko, but um, it's my first podcast. Yeah, it's yeah, my it's first too. So it's a highlight. Anyway. Back to Dorso. I don't know how we're going to go with this now, yep. but Jacko, you've got a little segment for yeah. Dorso. You've got a... Um, <laughs> the throat's a little... Oh, it's a bit dry. A little tickly. All right. 
Jacko um, yep. segment, yep. go away. And I'll chime in where I can. These have got to be pretty quick answers, Dawes. No, no, they don't. You can elaborate. Oh, I don't want him too much time to think about them. Okay. I'll, I'll answer. They no, can elaborate. Elaborate. Right. Um, firstly, um, I just want to discuss the reasons about you becoming a full-time vegan. Um <laughs> Obviously, um, the way the world's going these days, um, people are trying it. Some people are full converted. I just want to know the reasons behind um, why you went vegan. Um, well, since I know you can you can be here for me on this one, mate. But uh, we just ate lunch together, and I do believe I had a chicken oh, uh, baguette. Do you, do Did you I have a chicken baguette at lunch? Oh, being a vegan, do you wonder if, and you've just had a chicken rat which is anti-vegan <laughs> do you ever wonder if chickens wonder what humans taste like <laughs> do you ever wonder well, how much I don't on, the, um, on the vegan plant based stuff quickly yeah. um, Coffs Harbour I remember I think I might have brought this up in the last podcast but Cray's gone part time vegan I think you, you just asked me that so that you could bring this up about <laughs> Cray I reckon because <laughs> I, I, I believe he's part says full time but definitely not I watched him in Coffs Harbour and um, I noticed he was vegan, but I just watched him at the buffet. And I just thought, I'm going to watch him here a little bit. And he's walking up and down, eyeing off the vegetables. <laughs> and then he goes back to the meat, back to the vegetables, back to the meat. And I'd see him part, make a little bit of a pass in his plate. And he gets a couple of pieces of salmon and a piece of chicken and then puts the spinach on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's me. <laughs> Any reasons behind it? No, um, no, 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 no true. Uh, no, it's not true. No, I'm not vegan. Uh, um, right, I'll move yep, on. Then. Next question. Yeah, that was a that was a bit of a fizzer, but great answer. Uh, great question. <laughs> um, how did you determine? Uh, obviously, there's some um, great rigs at the footy club, um, as we've just heard on the on the prank call. But um, how did you determine that you had the best peach at the footy club? <laughs> <laughs> Talk me through it. <laughs> um, oh, it is. A, it's a little bit self-proclaimed, but I think of like guys like yourself have really backed me up here and oh, saying that <laughs> Nothing in terms mate. of perkiness and um, and size, I think I've <laughs> <laughs> got a good all-round balance. Are you of saying your yeah, upper, mid, and lower glutes are well proportioned? Well, I think the Pilates teacher can concur to that and say that I've got a good peach. So, no, uh, I think that actually. We've touched on the bum fluff, Gody. Um, all right, now that this is obviously another important question. Um, you've taken real pride in your strength and conditioning. Obviously, over the last few years, you've got yourself in great nick. Um, your body's really changed, but you've neglected your calves. Um, talk us through that, obviously. <laughs> um, great up body, great quads, no calves. Um, reasoning behind it? I'm pretty happy you've just said I've got a great upper body and great quads, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm a bit like yourself. I actually don't you have me. much calf, calf work me. there. So, um. um I'm not really sure. Sinks? You're a leg shaver. <laughs> <laughs> I go only go to the knees. Make um, my calves look bigger. Oh, other question. What else have we got here? Um, your first... You've um, been horrible. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm having a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last question, Dorse. We've touched on the breakout season. Um, making the back line, as you call it, your own. Um, there is a little bit behind it, though, of why the breakout season happened. Um, you touched on your old man. Um, what was a crayfisherman? Cray <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Um, and there was, there's been sightings of you um, of match committees normally on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon yes. of, a, of a Thursday morning. You dropping a fresh crayfish round the horse's <laughs> front door. Um, 
making the trek over from Adelaide, um, from Robe, sorry, not Adelaide, um, and we just want to know if that's got any legs. Has it got? Is that any rumours to that true? Do you? Do you? Oh, meltdown again! Another <laughs> <laughs> meltdown. Do you subscribe to that comment? Um, yeah, there's a fair bit of truth behind that. Um, I uh, got my old man to bring a few crayfish over and feed um, horse and a few of the coaches just to get me in the good books, especially early on last year um, when the form wasn't quite there. I knew I needed something to get me over the line, so I thought that was probably the best the best way to go about it. I need to get myself some Tassie salmon and drop it at his door. Was the conversation with your old man around, mate, we've got a couple of great crays for, uh, for horse here. Let's... I reckon you drop them over to him and we'll uh, we'll cement yourself in that back line of there. <laughs> oh, that's exactly how it went. A few big boys. He said he's got a few in the tank, so he thought he might bring them over for the big fella. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we're going to finish on a little bit of life after I'm um, away from footy. On a positive note, mate, you've got the stunning Millie um, that's part of your life from now on. And, mate, you must be absolutely wrapped. Yeah, so moved in with Millie um, end of last year and it's been really good so far. Just down near, near the beach of Maruba and um, yeah, I'm loving it. Loving having her over here and um, living with her. It's been really good. Noticed, I tried to get a little bit of dirt off Millie yesterday, but noticed her Instagram was on private. Oh, so, yeah. oh, so that's why you followed it. She, was <laughs> <laughs> she, she said that. She said, she was asking why you were following her after all this time. Or, or, so she, or so she's thought about it. Mm. It's a bit in mm. that. Well, in I think that. she's been following you for a long time. Anyway, mate, um... <laughs> Has <laughs> she? Oh, I don't know. Biggest thing is the talking, <laughs> talk of Marubra, talk of talk of inland Marubra. <laughs> anyway, Dorso, brilliant mate. Thanks again uh, for coming on the program. I'm actually looking forward to another fantastic season uh, from yourself. You're in ripping Nick as always, and Jacko, <laughs> mate. Great first up start, and uh, you'll be happily be coming on board for a few more times this year. Next week. Yeah, let's do it. No, I went to water late. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. On that note, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks very much for listening. Really do appreciate it. And shout out once again to our sponsor, Garmin Watches. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on board once again. For all of those out there, Garmin. G-A-R-M-I-N. Garmin.